Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where we talk about the important things in life like this is episode 69, bitches. We're finding the best boyfriend in all the monster manual, the boyfriend brochure, the babe station. Let's go, baby! That's right, folks. Over here at Crit Chat headquarters, we are going to find once and for all who the best boyfriend is in all of D&D. I asked the Crit Chatters to bring forward who they think is the best boyfriend, and they will go through one of them, like, sports brackets, things, whatever, so that in the end, we're left with the ultimate boyfriend. In round one, we will have opening arguments as to why their boyfriend deserves to go through to the next round. They will face off head-to-head -head with another randomized Crit Chatter, and then I will choose which goes through to round two. First up to face off, Owen Piper, versus Noah. Owen Piper. He's my hutton. Welcome to this inaugural thing of boyfriendness. Um, what boyfriend are you bringing to the table? I think the listenership is expecting me to do one thing. Yes, They're expecting obviously. goblins or some sort of goblinoid. And as I said to you when you posited <laughs> this question to me, goblins are many things, but boyfriend material they ain't. The thing I have chosen then is mm -hmm. Rakshasa. Rakshasa? Rakshasa? Yeah, he's a big tiger boy, and I love Spelling him. Spelling for the people at home. That's R-A-K-S-H-A-S-A. This is me sort of like outing myself as a furry here. I'm not. Yeah, but... it is. I was going to put point that out, that this is Owen being like, right, so first off, furry. But like... <laughs> Just ride with me on this strange roller coaster ride. Ride on this furry journey with you. Okay. <laughs> there are many good things about the Rakshasa. Number one, he can become anything. They're shapeshifters. They could just transform into other into human beings instead of tiger boys. But also, this yeah. tiger boy that I'm looking at in the Monster Manual, he looks like he fucks like a train. So that's always an advantage. <laughs> And I was going to say, yeah. he has, like, big fuck energy. Colossal penis energy. Another good thing about the Rakshasa, and I don't know why this is good, but when I read it, I'm <coughs> like, ooh, that's okay, interesting. Their hands are, like, detrigrade. Wait, like, I'm, I'm okay, a so, stupid, dumb idiot. So what does that mean? Their palms are where the backs of our hands would be. No, I don't like that. I don't know why, but I like oh, that. <laughs> Okay, Owen, no, 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 no. You have to convince me. You can't just be like, this is something I like. Fuck you. They can get in places that, you know, other handed creatures cannot. Oh, here's what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is, mate, is I want the Rakshasta to finger my bussy. So, like, that's... that's... Oh, God. Owen, you're using a lot of words that's making it really hard to choose this. But also, they can't die. Which is always nice. If they die on Earth, then they're just bodies reconstituted in the Nine Hells in an agonizing torture chain. So that's Ooh. fun. Uh, they also have 20 charisma naturally, Sorry. which I feel like is tremendously good. Even if you don't want to fuck them, you do. They can't be affected by spells, level six or lower, unless they choose to be, which is fun and kinky, mm -hmm. potentially. Um, <laughs> they have magic. They can use dominate person once a day, which is good and mm, nice. Okay. I know I, do, I know that's not what it's for, but like... I mean, it's not not but what it's, it's not for. not what it's for. It could be for that. <laughs> and you know, they also like to parade around, masquerade as rich, influential people like nobles or bishops. So like, you've got financial security. You've got very sexy big cat boyfriend that again fucks like a train this tiger would get it like just, just, just looking look, at it i i like to believe i'm not a furry but you know what minds can be changed in a fucking heartbeat can't they baby look at it so yeah that's the rakshasa i don't know why i saw this and i thought i, I must make the world know how good and hot this big buff tony the tiger looking motherfucker okay. is oh wait and it's Tony the 
tiger, and now it's difficult to love him again. Just what do you like mean? That. It's Tony the Tiger that murders. What more do you want? Like, I want come to on, not fuck it? Tony the Tiger, I think. <laughs> Noah, what is the boyfriend that you are bringing to the table? The boyfriend I bring to the table is the Will of the Wisp. Oh, I'm going to need you to explain so okay, hard. Okay, okay, okay. Listen. Firstly, I can say that it can be your boyfriend or your girlfriend or anything in between because it's a hovering ball of light. It has no gender. <laughs> I mean, it's such like a good like, look, hey, gender's a construct, fucking whatever. It can be your anything, baby. But then we hit a wall with because it's a but here's the thing, here's the thing, because it, it, it can't wear or carry anything, so you might have to do the lifting in this relationship. Oh my god! Can't wear anything, again, would be a sexy thing! But you don't have to worry about being afraid of the dark. You can be whatever color you want. It's your, it's your own mood Might lamp. actually be good for my cool, like, seasonal depression kind of thing, like... Yes! I'm weirdly coming around! See, it has a lot of benefits! <laughs> It can be invisible. <laughs> it can consume lives. What? The Will-O-Wisp can target one creature it can see that has zero hit points and is still alive. If the target dies, the Will-O-Wisp regains 10 or 3d6 <laughs> hit points. Nothing else. That's a good party trick. Can we? Can it speak? It doesn't say it can't. <laughs> it says languages are languages new in life. Which I would sorry, that's a new that it knew in life. Yes, it's a ghost. <laughs> it's an undead, <laughs> and you can't make it exhausted or grappled or paralyzed or poisoned or prone. You also can't restrain it, and it can't be unconscious. Okay, oh, can't be unconscious does mean that you cannot have like sleepy times next to each other. You know, like there's... I guess maybe the light gets a little uh, a little dimmer. <sighs> well, like uh, well, maybe I can sleep, but like they it... can't go unconscious. They'll just they're just like sitting there and watching me sleep or maybe they're like they can't be like knocked out but they can go night night <laughs> yeah it does not say sorry i need to check first no you're right it does not say immune to night night <laughs> these are two excellent boyfriends but only one of them can move forward to the next round now it was a difficult decision but in the end i realized that i need like complete and utter darkness in order to fall asleep so even though owen piper mentioned his bussy he and the Rakshasa are moving forward to round two. Next up is a battle of the half-damaged ladies. Allie Goldapper versus Emily Kuklinski. Allie! Hi, Ismay. What boyfriend have you brought to the table? I have brought to the table the delightful Dark Mantle. Dark Mantle? You know, you've heard of Tall, Dark, and Handsome? This is Tall, Dark, and Mantle. So <laughs> we're ready, ready on the right track. The flavor text that they give in mm -hmm. the monster manual, oh, sorry, the boyfriend guide. Boyfriend brochure, yeah, yeah. Next to said boyfriend is, remind <laughs> me again why we're on this quest. And my argument would be <laughs> to meet the Dark Mantle. <laughs> So uh, I'm looking at a picture of it. How about you paint me a word picture of what this boyfriend looks like? Picture a squid. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. give the squid four beautiful glowing <laughs> yellow eyes and add a couple more tentacles on and connect all of them in like this gorgeous tent of an umbrella of legs. <laughs> 
right? And then put it in a cave and not in yeah, water. Yeah, I'm getting very, like, when uh, squid and an umbrella loved each other very, very much kind of vibe from it. Mm-hmm. Or an evil squid and an evil umbrella because, I mean, Which personally are two of my favorite things. <laughs> I very much enjoyed that you are just like peppering him buzzwords. Like you're just like beautiful glowing red eyes, delightful one million mm-hmm. tentacles. <laughs> so why why does the dark mantle make for the best boyfriend? I mean, first off, you just said it, umbrella squid. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That that was my fault. I don't know why I even asked. But... <laughs> Secondly, best hugs. Do you mind if I counterpoint this? Just because uh, it seems that on its belly, where, you know, you would get hugged to, that's where its gaping maw is. <sighs> Technicalities. <laughs> so make out sesh. <laughs> you know what? Again, I'm the fool here. <laughs> You're correct. Now, also, camouflages really well, so it can surprise you. <laughs> And everybody loves little surprises in their relationship. Like, where's my boyfriend? Oh, God, there he is. <laughs> it surrounds itself with magical darkness. That's got some, like, sensualness to it. I, I'm in. Mm-hmm. So cuddles, make out sesh, and the room will be dark so you can sleep afterwards. Oh, my God. This is a good boyfriend. Look. Right? I like that one of his actions mm-hmm. seems to be called crush, which is adorable. Yes, right. Well, it's adorable if you think about it right, but, like. No, it's adorable. You know? Done. <laughs> this, wait, what size is this thing? I just assumed it it's was a like small monstrosity. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh, perfect. I thought it was a really big. I thought it was boy. really big. I thought it it's, was, but it, it says that that's true because it says that it, it can be indistinguishable from a cave formation such as a stalactite or stalagmite, which I assumed it was one of those large yeah. boys, but it's not. Yeah, one of the big boys. So it's really, <laughs> so it's adorable. I don't know if you read the description of Crush because I read it incorrectly. Yeah, because it also attaches by engulfing the target's head. So so it's about human head size. <laughs> you know when it's like one of those nights and you're chilling at home mm-hmm. with Bay and you're just like, hey, babe, do you want to engulf my whole head today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're like a second face hat. It's, it's not a plus for me because it's got like a monogamy thing going on, I guess, because when attached to the target, the dark mantle can, it says attack, but I'm going to say mm-hmm. uh, cuddle. Uh, no other creature except the target. Right. So like, it's not the most polyamorous, which I'm like, yeah, no, that's... I mean, that's, that's difficult for me to pitch to you, but for me, it was very appealing. <laughs> this is a beautiful squid umbrella and is very much in the running for best boyfriend. I'm glad that you agree with me. Emily, who have you brought forward as your best boyfriend? I got special permission from mom, our mom, Sarah Meaden. <laughs> yeah, okay. To... I thought you I thought you meant your mom for a second, but like oh, no. that would have been even more wild. This boy, I have mentioned to you once before, very briefly. Uh-huh. And I love him so much and I couldn't cheat on him. So Ismay, I have brought to you <laughs> my boyfriend, the flump, my boy, my oh, goodest God. boy. He is the <laughs> best. I don't know what everybody else has been saying, because this may hasn't told me anything. Yeah. But I can assume that most of the other boys are big, beefy boys or scary boys. <laughs> hey, Emily, and- you would assume. <laughs> <laughs> Not the case, but uh, do go on. Uh- <laughs> oh, Christ. When I think of boyfriends, I like to think of them as close to a jellyfish as humanly possible. Uh, something... <laughs> 
what are you talking about? Uh, anyways, let me finish my description before you start. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You start dunking on my boy. I, I dunked too hard. I dunked. The too only hard. time you can oh, dunk him no. is in bed. What? <laughs> uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but anyway, the flump is very much like a jellyfish. And I think that you might be attracted to a jellyfish as well. Because sure. they're very non-confrontational. But if need okay. be, they will protect you Aww. like a jellyfish. They they don't really have a sense of direction, but anywhere you go, they'll follow. Uh, they're very attracted to like powerful places, and I like to think that your your heart is a place uh-huh. that it wants to be. Aww. It just doesn't like evil people, which means he's going to be a good boyfriend, gonna protect you, and he's also very knowledgeable and will be able to tell you anything you want to know. Okay, though I am gonna. Okay, I'm kind of on the uh the history oh, no. section of this thing and i've just oh no i was hoping you weren't going to do that oh, <laughs> i just sorry i just keep reading the word tentacles and i do see testicles every time but like <laughs> neither is better what i what i do want to bring forward is that mm-hmm. the fifth edition picture of a flump is about the cutest thing that i've ever seen in my whole ding dang life then we get stuck up when we get to the fourth edition um <laughs> where it's just 500 vaginal looking mouths and like like you know me like i'm a yeah. tried and true lesbian I'm, I'm i'm no stranger to the vagine but like it's troubling (laughs) it looks like a floating used up sex toy (laughs) okay ismay but still very cute very nice colors the eyes i almost think in fourth edition are a little bit more like oh ismay oh i'm so enraptured by you it it looks a little bit more flirty fifth edition he has little tendrils that are kind of touching his face like he's like Oh, you're so beautiful. I can't concentrate directly on you. Let me avert my gaze. Then when you look at another flump, he just has the saddest sad boy eyes, which is very much like, I know that you're out of my league, but I would very much love to go on a date. I'm kind of coming around, though I do like the first edition one that just looks like a lemon that has like yeah. a bunch of noodles on it. That's very <laughs> That's good to me. His mouths are also less intimidating than fourth edition. Uh, <laughs> they also have the ability to shoot a sticky, foul smelling fluid. Several hours. Okay, well, so, like, you don't okay. have to talk to your doctor if it's been lasting for more than four hours because it's. <laughs> This is this is challenging. <laughs> and condoms yes. exist, so you know, you don't have to smell it entirely <laughs> if you don't want to. You know, they do sell like flavored condoms. So don't <laughs> May I give you my final thoughts on my boy? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Final closing arguments. Flumps are the most loving and considerate of all of creatures. They will never be mean to you. They are averse to darkness. They have telepathy. Also, they're very squishy, both in their physicality and, you know, in their physicality. They're just very squishy boys. Flumps. They're here for you, and they're here to stay. Wink. 
In the battle of the two little floaty boys where only one could prevail, the one moving forward to the second round is... This is drum roll time. Emily and the Flump! Because it's because of the whole monogamy thing, and I also I can't bear to take him away from Allie. I mean, come on, that's her one true love right there. So Emily and the Flump move forward to round two. Next up, Chase Greenlee and Adam Perry face off. Chase, yes. what is the boyfriend that you are bringing to the table? Today I brought a classic. I'm not sure what, what your personal life is, but at least for me, uh, <laughs> what feels like the first real reason that somebody starts to date me is for my height. <laughs> I am not obscenely tall, but I am above average tall. So I decided that when picking a boyfriend, I wanted to pick somebody that would most certainly be tall. As a five foot three woman, I can most certainly say no one has been like, like, yeah, that's the reason I want to date her, because she's a fucking <laughs> short arse. So today I have brought the Nightwalker. Ooh, okay. I'm going to need, give me a second. I need to uh, the Google it. Oh my goodness. Look at this boyfriend. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, yeah. Tall, dark, and handsome. You don't really have to convince me, but do it anyway, I guess. Holy shit. I know. Look, a denizen of the negative plane <laughs> yeah. of darkness and death. Fuck yeah. The only way he can exist on our plane is if somebody goes to the negative plane. So he is kind of a rare boy. <laughs> and, you know, he's got some baggage because, oh. he, you know, he's far from home. <laughs> But he is a huge, undead, chaotic evil. So oh. he's a big boy. We can fucks with a bad boy. For, and for, for those keeping score at home, he is considered a CR20. Not only can you take him home to mom and dad, you could take him home to the most beefy party ever. <laughs> and they'll give him a run for their money. We've got like a good sitch, bad sitch kind of thing going on. Right. In, in the description, it says that they're extremely strong-willed. And I'm like, I'm a pretty stubborn person at times so sure. like maybe that's gonna be a clash but at the same time it also says their ancient and unyielding will and malice allowed them to hold their corporeal shape and like hot same so like we got things in common exactly and he is held together by his desire for whatever it is that he wants to do and who's to say that you two don't have coinciding goals and opinions <laughs> They are goal-driven, uh, <laughs> objective-oriented. This is a boyfriend who is quite literally made of his own success. Oh, chat. We got like an entrepreneurial boyfriend. Like, ooh. Exactly. He is ready for that startup culture, especially if that startup <laughs> culture involves eating life. I feel like the people that were writing this description also got confused. I feel like at st the start of it, they were like, you know, we have to say all the things about this monster. Strong-willed, mm -hmm. evil, size of a house. And then they also started to fall in love with him because it ends with their bodies are smooth and hairless. And I'm like, oh, yes. I, like you just said they're made out of shadow stuff. You don't necessarily need to put in that they're lithe and sexy and fucking svelte. I would say he's oiled up or a weightlifting competition, but he don't need it. Also, uh, he does not require air, food, drink, or sleep. <laughs> Ooh, so you're going to be saving, I mean, that's Ooh. half a grocery bill right there. <laughs> like, this is an undeniably sexy boy. I guess up next we're going to find someone that might be able to uh, compete against this beautiful, beautiful boy. This beautiful bad boy. Bad boy, baby! <laughs>
Adam Perry, who do you have as your boyfriend? My boyfriend is a Gibbering Mouther. Okay, I put Gib into Google and it came up with Gibbering Mouther right away because it knows I'm a nasty boy. Oh god, I must be a big nasty boy for this one. Holy shit. <laughs> god, why is this the best boyfriend, Adam? What's not to like? It's got <laughs> thousands of mouths and eyes. And yeah. weird pink tentacles. Like, okay, Adam, duh. you have to say it in a way that's appealing and not the worst, okay? Have you ever <laughs> looked at your partner and went, one mouth is too yeah. few? Well, step uh, right into this gibbering mouther where it has oh as God. many as it wants. If you're like, oh no, I, I wish that I could see more than just borrow one of its many eyes that is scattered around its amorphous oh. form. If you Amorphous. get locked out of your house, it just slides under the door and unlocks it from the other side. There's so many different images of this thing, and I don't know yeah, which so I find the most distasteful. If you're worried about its teeth, you just need to ask it to yeah. retract them, as it will remove the teeth inside of its mm. own corpse body thing. Corpse body thing? I, I'm just reading some of its traits, as in uh, the ground in a 10-foot radius around the mouth are, is a doe-like, difficult terrain, which leads me to believe that it is also doe-like. And as we all know, oh. the doughy boys are the best. That is not untrue. Okay, you know what? Come around. Though, again, there's a lot of stopping points here, and you are going to have to convince me that these are good things, because uh, another trait it has is uh, the mouth are babbles incoherently. Yes. Yeah, so it just acts like a man whenever you're trying to do work around the house <laughs> and it's just talking random shit you can just ignore it and if you look at its oh. stats intelligence of three that follows the typical man as well <laughs> adam this is a difficult choice that you have chosen Good. um look at its look at its hit points 67 98 plus 27 so that means theoretically you could roll 69 could roll 69 hit but okay you know what you're bringing it back you're bringing it back it's got a speed of 10 feet so you can run away from it whenever you want so much of you convincing me that this is a good boyfriend is just like look it's easy to get away from adam i don't have a lot of hope for the gibbering wilder <laughs> This leg was definitely the most difficult decision so far. Are you fucking kidding me? No, literally, it's obviously the Nightwalker. Are you actually kidding me? It's beyond a shower of a doubt. Are you fucking with me? Next up, we are pitting Alfred Clark against Caillou. Alfred, what is the boyfriend you've got for me? My boyfriend, otherwise known as the best boyfriend. <laughs> My boyfriend is Galeb Dürer. How is one spelling this? It's G-A-L-E-B-D-U-H-R. Um, he is the first entry in the G section in the Monster Manual, which makes him the OG. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the pictures. He's got kind of a, a cute boy face. Yeah, look he at his handsome, handsome stone boy face. Um, So yeah, I seem to be looking at like, if a cliff face kind of at one point smiled at you and then decided to come out i feel okay you know alfred i kind of want to hold this guy's hand i want to hold his big stone hand very badly exactly. is the only thing exactly he has big hold my Ooh. hand energy <laughs> he's cold my hand energy I, I like i'm already i'm already kind of projecting my love onto him but uh what what for makes this the best boyfriend i mean he's very caring Galen... <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just in the monster manual it just says he's very caring <laughs> it says that they're very dedicated <laughs> they're made they're, they're like made to protect places um and they will do that just forever i guess pretty much <laughs> um 
they'll, they'll, they'll happily protect the same place uh, until the day they die, which will be never because they are big, stone, strong boys. Yeah, that's fair. Look, very big, strong. Uh, and, I, and, uh, and I love him. I do. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, I will say, I thought it was going to be bigger than is. It's only a medium elemental. Is it, is it? No, exactly. He's, I imagine that I would stand like maybe half a head taller than him. You would? <laughs> It does I feel say like... that it's larger than humans. Is it larger than humans? Yeah, okay. it says, says slow-moving intelligent beings who are larger than humans. But, like, I mean, anything can be larger than me. That's not, like, a, a difficult thing. <laughs> humans is larger than humans. But humans is larger. <laughs> he's very cute. Yeah, he's very cute. But, like, yeah, I was imagining, like, very, very big, and so I'd have to, like, hold on to one finger as we, like, wander um... around holding hands. But he could just genuinely hold my hand. Yeah, like, proper hold your hand. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He's also still a lot of fun. He's uh, He likes to roll. <laughs> If he, in order to keep up with you, if you're moving at a uh, brisk 30 feet per six seconds, he would have to roll to keep up with you, which is very fun. <laughs> oh, oh, but um, it does go faster downhill. We'll beat you in a downhill race. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, he's fun fun to race downhills. Uh <laughs> And also, he does this thing where he Im- imbues uh, nearby rocks and boulders with a semblance of life, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like they, like we always have like these two little stone uh, stone friends to help with like the housework oh. and uh, just oh. to play with. Oh my goodness! The little the little friends have statistics of those like the Galadur. Except has intelligence one and charisma one. It like he can make children like you. That you've literally got me a boyfriend that I can make fucking kids for us. Like we've got Wayne's now. <laughs> exactly, but with none of the downsides <laughs> of actual children, <laughs> because they disappear after a minute. <laughs> <laughs> So they're like children, but good. (laughs) Exactly. Can you imagine a boyfriend who could provide children, but good? When when you're at parties and people are like, oh, what are you doing with your life? And you're like, quickly, quickly, quickly. Oh, well, we've got our sweet kids. We do have to leave this party in a minute, though. So don't question it anymore. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, if you get held up, like, on the way out, um, all of the people at the party will see your children wither and die. Hey! Get the rocks, but like, yeah, wither I mean, die yeah. is spookier, and I do like that. And um, also, just a side note, he is immune to exhaustion, so you know, always, Ooh, always you good know, at a point. You know, you know, that means that uh, you can uh, hold hands for longer. Exactly. <laughs> he will never tire of holding your hand. I just looked at his feeties, and he's got like three toesies on one side and only two toesies on the other. It's very cute. <laughs> And I feel like if he smiled, it would make like a quick, 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 quick sound. Yes. And I like that. He would have that. a crumbly, like there would be like rock dust, like falling, oh, falling around. Oh, he walked us when he does smiles. <laughs> oh. So I will, like okay. only, only downside, does not speak common. <laughs> <laughs> Languages turn, can only speak the language of the earth. Um, but, uh, you know, you could do, you could have some like love actually what? energy there, like, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah, the, like my favorite one of love, actually. The one that is literally the worst love story on earth. <laughs> it really is. But look, okay, look, you can learn the language of tones and maybe he'll learn oh, common yeah. as well. Then you can, then you will nice. actually, yeah, And it's fine. all he really needs to know is the language of love. <laughs> Kai, what boyfriend have you brought to the table? I have bought the optimum choice. Tiamat. Tia- fuck it, fuck ass Tiamat? We're going God, baby? Oh, yeah? Okay, let's go for why Tiamat is the best boyfriend. First off, armor class, 25, highest in the game, equal to glass. 
If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. The thing I look for in a boyfriend is armor class. So, do I need to say anything else? I mean, yes, you definitely do. It's just, it's the highest armor class. All right, fine, 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 fine. Tima is charismatic, is smart, is wise. Charisma is literally 28. That is very charismatic. Very charismatic. She has five heads. You, You get five boyfriends for the price of one. Five boyfriends for one boyfriend. And they are all dragon heads, which is better than anything else. Exactly. And guess what? It comes with a dragon body as well. Dragon body as well, baby. She has the discorporation feature. So if she ever drops to zero hit points or dies, her body is destroyed, but her essence travels back to her domain in the Nine Hells. So she'll never leave. No accident or... Murder or anything can ever, like, make her, like, go away. Yeah, my, my boyfriend is a turtle. I've got an eternal boyfriend, and that's good. Um, wings. <laughs> okay, I will put this out there. There's gonna be probably a lot of hangers-on. I don't know if I'm going to be Tiamat's, like, main focus at any time. Here's the thing. If you're worried about, like, all the other, sort of, like, people, like, getting involved... <laughs> She has a frightful presence and can scare them all away. Now, I will say, you will need to find some sort of uh, magic item or maybe spec into (laughs) a lot of levels of paladin to become immune to fear yourself. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you can work that out. I'm going to, again, put a couple more dampers here. Because in the personality section, it does list, uh, in order, I guess, arrogant, greedy, hateful, spiteful, and vain, and then also disdains mortals. Uh, (laughs) Right, okay. So... You know that thing you're doing where you're being mortal? Yes. Stop doing that. Okay, done. Yeah, perfect plan. I feel like we're we're reading a lot of roadblocks in the personality section because it very, very clearly as well, for some reason, Wizards of the Coast were like, we need everyone to know that uh, Tiamat is like a rampant hetero because it's got a fucking sentence that says Tiamat enjoyed the company of male dragons. What? Why do, why do they need to know homo Tiamat? <laughs> I uh, didn't read read that bit. Uh, okay, um, we can work this out. Um, imagine, imagine sitting at the the Wizards of the Coast office and being like, "Yeah, no, this looks fine." Should we put down that she is a heterosexual? I mean, yeah, obviously. Come on, guys, <laughs> we need to have a little section for that. In a wild turn of events, a god is beaten out by a big rocky boy due to the constraints of heterosexuality that are randomly in this. Alfred and the Gale of Jewer make it to the next round. The final face-off for round one of this competition is podcast mom Sarah Meaden versus Ian and a special guest. Sarah? Yes. Beautiful podcast mom. Yes. What, what boyfriend are you bringing to the table? Uh, the flail snail. The, so, the what? Do, have you have you heard the glory of the flail snail? God, I'm looking up pictures now. <gasps> oh, so pretty. Yes. And he is the best boyfriend because he makes riches in his <laughs> wake. He, sorry, what now? It leaves behind a shimmering trail that quickly solidifies into a thin layer of nearly transparent oh. substance and edible to the snail. Ew. This glassy residue can be harvested and cut to form window panes of varying clearness and heated and spun into glass objects of other sorts. Some humanoids make a living from trailing flail snails to collect this glass. I think this is the first boyfriend that we've got that has, like, already just comes with a job. Yeah, he has a job. He's employed, which is important in a boyfriend. You know, 
but like I like I, I could support myself, but like it's nice to not be the only one making any money in the relationship, you know? Yeah. Also, it is a large creature, so his shell could what? be a house. So he already <gasps> owns his own place. What? <laughs> Sorry. I was imagining little boy. Oh my god, this is a giant. No, he's dog. large. He's a big boy. <laughs> he's a big boy. So we could just go back to his place. His place is always with you. Oh my yep. god, the travel opportunities. Yep. Oh my goodness. And we haven't even gotten to the tentacles yet. <laughs> he has five <laughs> tentacles. Are they not his eyeballs though? I don't think so because if you guys get in a fight, <laughs> he uses those as weapons. So. <laughs> This is terrifying. And by terrifying, you mean wonderful, right? Oh, well, right? yeah, obviously. Yes. Also, they also possess very colorful, scintillating shells that had anti-magic properties. Yep. An intact shell could sell up to yep. 5,000 gold pieces. Yes. Oh, my God. So, you know, if you get sick of them, just kill them and take a <laughs> shell. <laughs> we can always count on you to fucking terrify me at every goddamn turn. Oh my god. Well, if he's alive, his shell can, like, emit dazzling colored lights. Oh, so that's... he's brought his own entertainment, as well as his own house, and he has a job. Eesh. This is, like, the most responsible boyfriend okay, ever. Okay, like, we're, I've hit my first stopping point. In the behavior section of the thing I'm looking at, uh, flail snails moved slowly, consuming everything in their path. But if you're in a relationship, I'm sure he'll make an exception for <laughs> you. You know, yeah, as long as, as long as it's everything but me, that's probably all right. Oh, and also non-aggressive until threatened. I mean, hot same. Yeah. Also hibernate during winter, which is nice. Have snuggles. Ooh, our first hermaphroditic boyfriend, which is nice. Ah. Yes. We got some, like, sex and gender representation with this one, baby. Like, I, I am trying to separate it from, like, snails uh, in general, because whenever I see a snail, my immediate thought isn't boyfriend. It's like, ugh. Can you not? Yeah. And they don't. They they eat my vegetables. If he eats your vegetables, uh-huh. he will leave behind a beautiful trail of glass. <laughs> <laughs> that you can melt down to make into pretty baubles. <laughs> I, I I believe that this is like what he is also saying to me at some point is being like, "Look, babe, I did eat all of your tomatoes. Yes, that's right, but." Look at all this glass. I'm like, yeah, but that's my growing land, friend. What are you talking about? But I made you a present. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was an I exchange. I made you a present. Oh, my God. I ate those flowers, but I'm sorry. I left you a present. <laughs> I left you some more of my goop glass. <laughs> yummy, yummy. So beautiful. <laughs> if this is not the, sni- the, the flail snail's voice, then I'm going to sue. Like... <laughs> It is very pretty looking. Yes. Like, the shells look like mood ring kind of bullshit, and that's adorable. Oh, never mind. Someone drew a sexualized anime version of it. Oop, oop, we're done here. Oh, oop, no, we're done. Why? Oop, Person oop. No, why? no, thank you. Why? Uh, oop, oop, oop. Ian. What boyfriend yes. have you brought for me? Okay, Ismay. We were just talking about work. Yes. Um, imagine. You've just come home from a long day of work. It's been terrible. Well, yeah. You have to deal with so many customers. You have to deal with your boss. You're tired. You're sore. Ugh. When when you get home, you don't want someone who's going to, like, take up all your time. You don't <laughs> want someone who's going to be, like, asking after you for stuff. You don't want someone who's all up in your business. Yeah. You want someone who's just going to listen to you complain <laughs> And then give you a full body hug. Uh-huh. And you know who can do that for you? Yeah? The gelatinous cube. <laughs> God damn it, Ian, no! 
All right, fine, sure. <laughs> Christ. Think about it. Think about uh-huh. it. It has no work day to complain about. It doesn't. It has no mouth with which to complain. <laughs> Bonus, it's a, uh, you throw your trash at it and you, it's, it is the most green boyfriend ever because anything you give it, it recycles perfectly. Ooh. Plus, like I said earlier, full body hug. Like the sweet embrace of death sometimes is what you yearn for at the end of a hard day. And hey, you know what? You've had such a long day after work. Fuck going to that job. Slime is hella popular with the kids these days. You start a YouTube channel starring your new boyfriend, the gelatinous cube. You are set for life. I'm a YouTube sensation at this point. I don't need shit. That's very good. Look, okay, we we started off on like a kind of rocky foot, but I'm kind of getting around to the the gelatinous cube. Especially because the first one under traits that I'm seeing is just called Ooze Cube. And that's nice. Ooze Cube. That's cute. That's that's your little pet name for it. He's really Ooze cube is it weird that i kind of like that it's transparent like i don't no, know that's why. awesome because it can be anywhere in the house it's an, you're, you never <gasps> have to tell your boyfriend to get out from in front of the freaking tv right doesn't matter I, how are we getting around again the thing where the hug will probably kill me it, it can turn it off <laughs> you can just turn that off it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's fine. fine. Don't worry about it. The reason that is fine is because shut don't up. Think, don't sh- think sh- about it sh- too hard. It is, sh- <laughs> I have to do some stopping points once again. Charisma mm-hmm. is one. I mean, you know you're the hotter one. <laughs> oh, but wait. Hang hang on. Who's, oh, who's no. this? Vin Diesel? Oh, Christ. Hey, it's me, it's me, Vin Diesel. I'm just here to tell you that uh, the best boyfriend's a gelatinous cube. Vin Diesel, why why do you only come around every so often? Yeah, I'm busy filming the next Fast and Furious movie. There's another? There's another? Yeah. Vin, this Vin. one's in space. This one's in... Okay, Vin Diesel, I, I don't mean to... What's I don't mean to be this guy. do flips on the moon. Because flips on the moon. I feel like it's easier to do flips on the moon than it is on... Our, you know what? Never mind that. But Vin Diesel, you know that you have to stop at some point, yeah? Uh, yeah, I don't have to stop. Oh, okay. You just, like... I, I'm Vin Diesel. No, I, I never stop. <laughs> oh, okay, Vin Diesel. I, I love you, Vin Diesel. <laughs> nah, yeah, I love you too. Because you, you know I, I don't have friends. Oh, Vin Diesel, that's so very sad, Vin Diesel. I have family. Oh, I brought it around. Brought it around on me there, Vin Diesel. Anyways, yeah, gelatinous cube, I gotta go. Okay, bye, Vin Diesel. <laughs> bye. Wow, Vin Diesel sounds sick. <laughs> his his voice Diesel. sounds bad. Yeah, he might need to take, like, a strep cell or something. <laughs> In this, the last matchup of round one, after some hard deliberation, the last boyfriend going through to round two of the competition is... The Flail Snail, the boyfriend you can depend on. Why did he give this one a tagline? Whatever. So, going into the second stage of the competition bracket is Owen Piper with the Rakshasa, Emily Kuklinski with the Flump, Trace Greenlee with the Nightwalker, Alfred Clark and the Gale of Dure, and Sarah Meaden with the Flail Snail. It was at this moment I realized I didn't really understand how brackets work because there are five people in this round and that doesn't really work out numbers-wise. So I had to have a brief respite in order to work out how best to get around this issue while also making sure that the integrity of the competition stayed intact. Uh, hey, are you guys free to record today? 
Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Unfortunately, Ismay Hutton, I cannot come to the phone right now. Uh, in an incident trying to make my Rakshasa boyfriend dreams a reality, Jay purchased a bunch of tigers, and now I have tigers to deal with. My my friend has a terminal case of tiger, and so I've got to go deal with that. With Owen and the Rakshasa eliminated from the competition, we are ready to enter round two. First up in round two, another half-damage matchup with Alfred Clark and his boyfriend, the Galeb Jewer, and Emily Kuklinski with the Flumpf. This, okay, so round two goes thusly. Round two is all about taking down your opponent. So what you're going to be doing in this round is you will be given the time to tell us why the other person's boyfriend is not the best boyfriend, and then you will get a short rebuttal time to say why all of that is bullshit and your boyfriend is in fact the best. <laughs> Alfred, you are up first. Alfred's take on the smelly lawful good jellyfish, part one. <laughs> I already don't like it. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Okay. Yes, they 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 look. Yeah, they're cool. Cool jellyfish is fun. Uh, yes, but <laughs> but two major points. I have a very strong <laughs> single point, two point argument. <laughs> yeah. Point number one. <laughs> yes, they can read your thoughts. That's creepy. <laughs> uh, point number two is immune to having their thoughts read. Ooh. Which which means uh, this partner is uh, it's the partner who wants to know your phone passcode but won't tell you theirs. Ooh. Okay. And that is the worst boyfriend. <laughs> I don't like that. I also like that neither of your points are about the, again, foul-smelling fluid that comes from it. And we're just glossing over that, that you're like, yeah, that's fine. That's a good yeah. part because of this boyfriend. Because there's nothing wrong about that, Ismay. We, we already decided it has, <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, you, you can sorry. wear protection. It's fine. I didn't know that you it can't you can't read its thoughts. They are immune to telepathy and they have telepathy on all the time. Or so they say. <laughs> it's oh, just always yeah. on. I can't turn it off, they say. Yeah. It's just, it's not a good thing to build a relationship on. That is not a, that is not a foundation of trust. Yeah, that's not a, it's like a, it's a very one-sided. It's extremely one way. I mean, also, also, come on, guys. It's a smelly, lawful, good jellyfish. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> Emily, refuting that point. Really, the two parts can be rebutted in one observation about your character, Mr. Alfred. Oh! Ismay, I would like to remind you that Gallops yes. cannot even share their thoughts with you. So, mm. you know, flumps at least are able to have an open relationship with you. And because they could sense that you don't like having your thoughts read and they are lawful good, don't you assume that they okay. would at least, that would be something that they would be like, this is wrong. I'm going to try my hardest to turn this off, which okay. is what flumps are. They are non-confrontational. They don't like being mean. They will fly away (laughs) at danger. (laughs) They don't want to make you mad. Gallops can't share or read your thoughts. And will they ever trust you enough to teach you its language? Because their whole character is about protecting the earth. So you're never going to come first, Ismay. Literally and figuratively. Um, I do I do need to see some source material for this because, like, I don't know if in the wiki for it, it's going to be like, hey, Galadars are selfish lovers. I don't <laughs> but. Also, there is an instance in one of the D&D things, let me figure out where it went, where they once drowned he- people in mud. Mm. So they can be violent. Mm, yeah. So Only when protecting you and your home. <laughs> <laughs> but how, how are you going to be able to communicate that? <laughs> Uh, okay, Alfred, <laughs> refute. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> hmm. <laughs> I feel like, yes, you would have to learn a language. 
<laughs> yes. I'm not saying this is a boyfriend for everyone. Um, mm. It's, you know, it's they're often tied down to a specific location and they have their own language, you know. You'd be sort of an expat, uh, but like... Uh, <laughs> That you know, that's that's your that's your choice. If you want to if you want to move to the plane of Earth and uh, pick up the language and stuff, then he he would be a perfect boyfriend in that situation. There are travel opportunities there that I do enjoy. <laughs> I'll just have to get my Duolingo back and up and running and get the owl angry at me again. Wait, I have mm. other things against collabs. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Part of them is that they have false appearance. So they're not going to make a good first impression. And, you know, when you come home, you might be walking home and he'll be like, and you're like, oh, sorry, honey. So you might step all over him on accident. But he is made of rock, so he'll probably be okay about it. (laughs) Also, can't cuddle because he's a rock. Rocks aren't super comfy. I can cuddle that. He can cuddle. But compared to a flump. Let's compare these two cuddle opportunities, okay? We're going to do a cuddle comparison. Uh, Flumps. Small. (laughs) Smelly. uh, Slimy. They have the keyword tendrils in their description i'm not i'm not i'm not into that (laughs) that's not what i'm looking for in a cuddle cuddle duty okay flumps like your boy is also very cute but also i would like to mention that he is a very slow boy and so if you ever do want to have travel opportunities you'll probably have to you know put aside a couple of years to walk over to wherever (laughs) you want to go he can roll (laughs) he can move he can move at walking at like normal speed if he rolls I just want to point this out. Like, look at the picture, and, and like, Galen, he he can totally wear clothes. He can wear people clothes. <laughs> Imagine that 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 rock oh. man, but in like a dung like dungarees or like a big oh, woolly jumper. He was wearing ungo dungos. Now the cuddle tunity sounds a lot nicer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Flumps can manipulate your brain to make it look like they're wearing jeans if you would so if you would so wish. <laughs> terrifying. Terrifying. Thank you for putting that in the negative section. <laughs> Here's my problem. Because on one hand, I the, the language I wouldn't be able to talk to my my big roly boyfriend for a good long while. I'm just gonna have to assume that he has like a good personality behind him while we get into this relationship and then afterwards be like we're like, oh cool, we can speak the same language now and find out that he's irreparably boring you know but the flump smells so bad (laughs) i also wrote a very short song about flumps god damn it okay before you do this song you know that this might be the make or break and you might be like yes it's gonna make it because it's a song about a flump but (laughs) here if it is challenging for me to hear if it is challenging Mm -hmm. you ready uh sure (laughs) okay uh, you can add music and post if you want. Thank you for giving me more work. You're Thank welcome. you. <laughs> that is what I want. Oh, flump. Oh, you gotta go flump. You don't feel down in the dumps. Because you deserve an extra caring, super daring, lovey-dovey, technically flump. I didn't sing that right. But... They're lovey-dovey and tentacly. <laughs> that was the end. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say apart from flumps are into the next round, I guess. Yes! God damn. <laughs> After the superior debate and songwriting skills of Emily Kuklinski, she and the flump are into the final showdown. Now to see who will join them as Sarah and the flail snail and Chase with the Nightwalker face off. Sarah. 
You are up first to eviscerate the Nightwalker and tell me why the Nightwalker is not the best boyfriend. Uh, well, anything that comes within 30 feet of it starts taking necrotic damage, so... Okay, well, that is actually very upsetting. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Hey. You can be undead and hang out in this guy's aura, but otherwise... Otherwise, you're screwed. Also, if you happen to die, you can't be revived anyway except a wish spell. You know what? The fact that I can't be near my boyfriend is a bit of a downer. I'm not gonna lie to you. Also, it thrives on suffering, so if you ever get in a fight, it's gonna be real bad for you. That's, like, just what he's good at, is making you suffer, and then he likes it. That's not- that's- your boyfriend's just gonna be gaslighting you all the time. Yes. yes. That's not ideal is the main problem. However. Don't- you don't need to however it! You're trying to eviscerate this boyfriend! I'm sorry, I'm just- I'm real impressed by this thing, that's the problem. (laughs) Like- He's an impressive like, boy. He's such he an is. impressive boy. Uh, but Chase, why in fact are these not down points? The aura is a situation. I'm gonna. I'll be yeah. the first to admit it. <laughs> yeah, um, a little bit actually. So here's the thing: we don't. The book doesn't say if the aura is optional. You might. He might be able to turn it off. Okay. Like he may be able to dial that back a little bit and you know snuggle up to that very big bosom. And I do mean big <laughs> as in vertically very large. It's like the size of a house. And worst case scenario, he can't turn it off. Just, just yes. like get a little bit of that vampirism going on there. Like Ooh. we all look, we all have the thought of like you know maybe playing around with the dark gift a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Be a creature of the night and have a very big boyfriend to ride around on. Oh, like a, you, a vampire with a tall big boyfriend. Oh God, exactly. And here's the thing: he does feed off of unfortunate happenings. One, if you're a vampire, you're probably going to be making some of that happen on your own. That's mm-hmm. not exactly a, that's not a lifestyle that leads to pure joy being around you. I feel like I could make it work, you, you know? know? I believe in you. There's I a lot of kinky bitches. Look, hey, I Hell feel yeah. like in this modern universe, I think it's very easy to be like a cruelty-free vi- a sustainably vampire. sourced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's not a whole lot of charisma going on there, but honestly, it could be a lot worse. Mm. And he's probably down for some kind of like a polyamory situation. I don't know. I'm not, you know. But as a vampire, you're probably going to want to look into that regardless. Uh, yeah. An absolute worst case scenario, maybe you get into a little bit of tiff with uh, with your Nightwalker. He's got an ant of six. That's a minus two. You're going to win. He is not smart enough to gaslight you. Okay, now you get the opportunity to uh, take down why you think that the flail snail is not the best boyfriend. Well, as stated earlier, I do find looking at it to be just a little upsetting, (laughs) and I think I've nailed down why. Uh It is the tentacles. It it is the tentacles. Uh, Just because I feel like they are going to cause more harm than good Mm -hmm. vis-a-vis flailing around and, like, spiking things up with those. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Also, if we dive into the stat block a little bit, you know, comparing against... uh, against my boy the Nightwalker uh-huh. here. It's a three intelligence and a five charisma. That's a <laughs> yeah. minus four and a minus three respectively. Yeah. And But I think as a boyfriend, you want a little bit more on that front at least. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, if we're just going to dive into it, he's a sticky boy. He is sticky. Oh, I don't he's- like being sticky. I mean, if you've got that art open, you can see right at the sticky. bottom there. There's a, he's got the snail trail going. I am looking up a lot of things and that an intelligence of three does mean you are barely sentient as a creature. Exactly. Which, Sarah, rebuttals. I think that's all just personal stuff. Maybe some people <laughs> like stupid boys. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe you like them sticky. I get that. Maybe you like them sticky and barely sentient. Yep. <laughs> this is Buckwild. I also need to take this uh, opportunity to say y'all picked some Buckwild boyfriends. <laughs> yes. Okay. I have to eliminate one of the boyfriends. You do. Because on one hand, one has like an innate income and, and house it, and, and a house. house and a house and like tentacles aside is very pretty and shiny and good mm-hmm. but on the other hand there's a very very tall lanky boyfriend and i am now kind of in this new world where i am a vampire and i feel like that's part <laughs> of the deal i think i might have to go with the vampire lifestyle I, it's now turned it from boyfriend into the vampire lifestyle baby i mean both of them have life styles that come packed in with him with the night walker you you become a creature of the night with the flail snail you become maybe a glass blower but i also feel like i will have to go back into being a salesperson and i don't want to do that mm. night walker wins <laughs> huzzah and so we've come down to our last two boyfriends defying all odds emily and the flump the very good and stinky jellyfish boy and chase with the night walker the very tall boyfriend who you would have to kind of give up your mortal soul for At this point, I had to go through the pros and cons of each, trying to determine which was, in fact, the best boyfriend. The flump. My boy. My goodest boy. I think that you might be attracted to a jellyfish as well. Gonna protect you. The cutest thing that I have ever seen. It's a smelly, lawful, good jellyfish. Extra caring, super daring, lovey-dovey, technicali, plump. The Nightwalker. You don't really have to convince me. I wanted to pick somebody that would most certainly be tall. Tall, dark, and handsome. Quite literally made of his own success. Anything that comes within 30 feet of it starts taking necrotic damage. Just like a little bit of vampirism going on. But in the end, this was choosing a boyfriend after all. And in matters of love... You have to follow your heart rather than your head. Uh, hey, Alfred. Hey. The Gale of Durr wins the best boyfriend. Oh my god, it's the best boyfriend? <laughs> Gale of Durr is the best boyfriend. Even though I got knocked out. Is this, um, <laughs> have I won, like, people's choice or something? No. Is that what this so- is? <laughs> Essentially, I was going through it, and I got to our final two contestants, and I was weighing up like all the pros and cons, and then just in my little heart, I realized that the best boyfriend, and just love in general, is not down to like words on a page, or like frankly, bafflingly good debate arguments by Emily Kuklinski and a song that she wrote. <laughs> But em- I, I, I just gotta say, I, like Emily is like she's like that classic like small town lawyer <laughs> joke character, right? She's just like I'm just a small town lawyer, so I've just written this song about the flowers. <laughs> but anyway, I realized that like you have to go on your best boyfriend or the best boyfriend based on what you feel in your heart. And ever since I've heard about the Gale of Dior, I have not been able to stop thinking about him. I love him so much. I would do anything to protect this boy. <laughs> Afra Clark, congratulations. You brought to me the best boyfriend in all of D&D. Hooray! Uh, I, I'm glad someone else feels the same way about Caleb that I do. <laughs> I love him so much. Thank you all for joining us on episode 69 of Crit Chat and coming on this journey to find our ultimate boyfriend, the Gale Abjure. 
Find us on crit underscore chat on Twitter or facebook.com forward slash crit chat, all one word, to tell us who your ultimate D&D boyfriend is, even though you are wrong and it is still the Gale of Dior. Also, please someone draw me with my big good boyfriend. Can someone please draw me with my big good boyfriend? I just want to be drawn. Look, thank you. Thank you in advance, please. And or, or, ooh, or me with all the boyfriend. Hey, if you can draw me with like surrounded by all the boyfriends, please God do that. Please, I want to be surrounded by all the very good boyfriends. Get on that. My God, why are you still here? Why are you still here? Go and draw that for me. My God.